Rudy Giuliani Show. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani, and you're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I thank you very, very much uh, for tuning in. I am a, uh, as I pointed out to you, I would be in a very good mood today. Uh, or there was a possibility I might not be here today. And that would all turn on what happened uh, yesterday. Would you please play Cut 12 for our audience? Please play Cut 12 and play it loud. Hit on the ground is short. Go to second, force, in time. Ball the game Yankees over. Win. American the League Yankees Division win. Series over. Yankees win. The, the Yankees win. Yankees win. That is our uh, New York icon, uh, John Sterling who uh, was there for all of the great World Series that I won. Ha, ah, you didn't know that I won World Series, did you? I won four out of eight. I was mayor uh, eight years, and we won four World Series, which I think was the best record other than LaGuardia. Now, LaGuardia was mayor for 12 years. I was only for eight. There should be an asterisk here somewhere. Plus, I mean, he did have, at various times, Ruth, Gehrig, DiMaggio, Dickey. Now, okay. In fairness, I had Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams, Mariano Rivera, the very best. I think the reason for the four, really, more. Now, now I can't say that. Now, to Joe Torre, Joe Torre has to be the reason for the four, along with George Steinbrenner. Because they were the, they were the yin and yang. They were the two, now, with the, with the great talent of uh, Cashman and Randy Levine, the, uh, the team was put together. So, you know, whenever you, you, you focus on one person in a team sport like that, it's really unfair. I mean, how many times was it uh, like Soto who got the winning run? Do you remember Soto? Of course I remember him. He won two games for us. But nobody thought he would be. And so it's a team effort, and it's the creation of that team spirit that wins for you and makes you a winning team. I would say both teams were winning teams because I saw in the Guardians, who I prefer to call the Indians, even though they lost to a better team, which the Yankees are, a better team, look at the winning spirit they had. I mean, I wasn't happy until we got into that last inning and I could see Peralta really had it that, that I felt safe, even with a 5-1 lead. I mean, these guys came back from three runs in the ninth. That's a team that's got a future. Uh, a team that falls, uh, 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 maybe it's going the other direction. So um, now we've got a series coming up tonight. This is a grudge series, pal. Pals, women, whatever pronoun you are. They stole one from us. Uh, a guy's got suspended from baseball for it over on the Astros side. So that we, this wasn't any just like Yankee griping. In fact, the Yankees did a minimum amount of griping about this, I thought. I think for a team that, you know, they took it, they took it like, uh, you know, hey, okay, <laughs> maybe you used a couple of electronics you shouldn't, but maybe we still should have beaten you, which is probably true. Uh, would I say on paper they match up against the Yankees? Hmm. Could you argue they're a better team? They have a slightly better record. Could you argue, you don't have to argue, the best team is out, the Dodgers? <laughs> yes. Is this the only time that's happened? Absolutely not. It happens in baseball that you need to be both an all-season team and a playoff team. 
which is what the Yankees struggle for every year. So tonight, if you want to have some fun, go on Twitter, and I'll be making my comments. Some very, very wise baseball comments based on my deep knowledge of baseball, and some of them real wisecracks based on the fact that I'm still a silly uh, fan. Okay? Uh, I'm going to start today uh, with... uh, Reminding you of something, making something more important than uh, the, uh, the constricted uh, um, censorship dominant, what do we call it, legacy media, elite media, communist media, Biden media, the ones who keep all the information from you. Something's going on in Iran, Iran, Iran. Something's going on there. We tried to get my good friend Ali Razor on, but he was very, very busy today, I think, in communication with people over there. We'll try to have him on tomorrow because he'll know, he'll know chapter and verse about what's going on. However, in what I've been able to get, these protests aren't stopping, and they're killing people. <laughs> when people continue to protest and they're being killed by, uh, by professional killers, which is what the uh, Iranians are, murderers, Something's going on. Now, you're not going to hear a lot about it because Biden is on Iran's side. Oh, I know you say, Rudy, how can you say that? How how could Obama have given them cash of hundreds of millions if they support terrorists? When he gave them the cash, it was well known that, that they were the biggest supporter of terrorism in the world. And he turned over cash. You see, governments generally do business by wire. Terrorists do business by cash. It was a sign that Obama knew they were terrorists and didn't have a problem with it in turning over cash. Do you realize how horrendous that is? And do you realize how biased our media is for not calling him and Biden out for it? And for not calling Biden out for still wanting to give him cash and let them become nuclear? He wonders why Saudi Arabia is trying to kick him in the nuts? I don't know. If you were trying to give billions of dollars to a country that wanted to destroy my country, I don't know what I'd do to you. You think Israel's happy with Biden? You know who the most popular guy in Israel is? Donald Trump. He like 90% approval. Because they trust him to protect their country. They do not trust Biden to protect their country because he's in league with the country that wants to destroy their country. He called Iran. Not only that, but Iran is now involving itself in Ukraine. Now, Biden and all the lefties love Ukraine. (laughs) They sure made a lot of money there. They sure got a lot of crooked friends there they do business with for 10, 15, 20 years. Who who do you think supplying the drones? Russia's out of drones. Russians may be out of troops. I mean, Russia exposed itself as a as a, 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 a complete fraud. It was supposed to overtake uh, Ukraine in two weeks. I mean, now there's a risk they'll get thrown out and they have to use uh, Iran to supply sophisticated drones. But what the hell are we doing doing business with Iran? Do you realize how, comp- how, no, forget complicated. Of course things are complicated. Do you realize how dishonest we are? how disgustingly dishonest we are. And, and uh, given all the other things about Biden and his idiots like Harris and, and, and the Secretary of State who looks like an ice cream salesman, and, uh, I mean, can anybody have any respect for us? 
I mean, B- Biden wants to help Ukraine, but he wants to give billions to Iran, who's helping Russia to destroy Ukraine. And then he's buying oil from uh, he's buying oil from Russia so they can have money to help destroy uh, Ukraine. And he's uh, selling oil reserve to China, who wants to overtake us and destroy us. You got this figured out yet? I mean, I know it would be overly simplistic to call it treason, but gee. That could it have anything to do with the fact that <laughs> the Biden family has been completely purchased by China? I mean, 31, I think 31 billion does it in, uh, in, in uh, transactions that are a matter of record in the hard drive, sitting right with the FBI and being covered up. Uh, FBI will not disclose that the president of the family, uh, fa- family of the president of the United States with our biggest enemy, uh, 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 China got $31 million from China, and he's making questionable decisions that favor China. FBI won't tell us that. Who do they work for? Not us. That's something you, you have a right to know. They covered that up for 16 months, and they're still covering up. And uh, that, that, comes at a t- that comes at a time when, if you look closely into the little things that are buried, the little things that are buried in the, in the, in the newspapers... Right. You you see that our armed forces are weak and weakening. Yes, ma'am. The uh, the the Navy of uh, China is larger than the Navy of the United States. The Heritage Foundation uh, in its index of U.S. military strength today uh, or yesterday uh, issued a report analyzes in detail the army as only uh, marginally prepared, the special forces and navy as weakened, and the air force as very weak, only the Marine Corps as strong. Weakened uh, substantially over the last two years, and since uh, the, they've actually been cut, if you consider inflation, Meanwhile, China and Russia are expending vast fortunes on their military the way Ronald Reagan did in an opposite of what happened during the Cold War. They're following the example of Ronald Reagan, and our guys are following the example of uh, the cowards and appeasers who lost their countries. That's uh, the nitwit we have in the White House. Maybe the crowning uh, achie- achievement being giving away an airbase 400 miles from China that was fully equipped to deliver deadly missiles to China in, in minutes. Uh, China said thank you and must have said, hey, uh, buy- buying Biden was well worth the money. Well, we've got that to talk about and uh, we've got that to straighten out in the 2022 election, don't we? Military's got to be rebuilt. There are uh, letters to the editor, to the to the editor of the of the Wall Street Journal today. You just should take a look at because they come from military people, not you know, not not just anybody. Uh, one is uh, uh, Captain Stephen Crone, USA retired. Fewer and fewer young people willing to sign up for military. Of course, they're made, they're being made into into a sissy. I mean, it's like let's have uh, sissy boy uh, lessons. Uh, do, uh, hey, do you think you're a man? I don't know. Why don't you question it? Gee, I, I don't know. For 19 years, I kind of thought, my, thought I was a man. 
Oh, no, no, you've got to question that. You've got to question it. And, you, and remember, when you, when you kill people, you've you got to say, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, and, and don't kill them unless you have to. I mean, after maybe they kill four or five of your guys, then you can kill them. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but you know we're going through woke training in our military. Exactly what made the Roman army the greatest in the world, woke training. Yeah, that's, that did it. That's how they conquered all of Europe. Caesar conquered all of Europe by teaching his army to be sissy boys. That's how he did it. They are so stupid. If they aren't traitors, they got to be stupid. Give away our army? Shame on you. God Almighty. Not just shame on you. I don't know what to say. How about um, this one from uh, Colonel? Thomas W. Gross, United States Air Force, retired. Fully a third of the willing applicants to our armed forces are too fat to meet criteria. In December of 1941, they were too skinny. Another third of the applicants, once they are informed that in one month's time they will undergo a urine drug screening for marijuana, are unable to abstain for the one short week necessary to clear marijuana from their systems. Maybe I'm not sure I want them protecting me anyway. Uh, they sound like, uh, they sound like um, you know, minor versions of Hunter Biden who couldn't handle it for a month before he blew a major cocaine test. That's the uh, long-term lifetime created by Joe Biden, degenerate drug addict. Responsibility for his being a drug addict lying very largely on the, uh, uh, at the feet of his father who made him into a crooked bag man because he didn't want anybody else to be collecting all those millions for him. We got quite a guy in the White House. Also seems to be denying his illegitimate grandchild, who Hunter doesn't particularly want to support, acknowledge, or see. I don't know. You wouldn't want to see your grandchild. What kind of you? This guy's a Catholic? Okay, let's take a short break, and uh, we'll get off religion. We'll go back to baseball but, and, and sports. And, and, and try to uh, plumb the complete and absolute depth of the idiocy of Joseph Biden. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, coming to you uh, on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And we are going to take a call. And I'm trying to do the arithmetic in advance, but maybe this gentleman can help me because I think he's right in terms of gross numbers, may not be right per capita. And he's uh, from the Bronx. And I, is it Dennis? Probably Dave. Oh, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. You wanted to make the point that LaGuardia and Wagner had more. But did they have more per capita? Go ahead. Well, you may be right about that. But I'll tell you something. You want to give you credit. When you built those two stadiums, one in Staten Island and one in uh, in Coney Island for those minor league teams, that was great. You've done more for that local baseball than anybody, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, I think... that I'm mad at the Yankees because they gave up on uh, Staten Island and took up... Uh, Me too. Uh, Hudson Valley. Me too. Me too. Me, Me too. You, you know, and the Mets... I, all, all credit goes to the Mets here. I, I treated them both exactly the same. And they were, uh, they, were, they were tough, meaning I never went through more 
first to get them to do it was like uh, the Abraham Accords. And then Yankees wanted everything the Mets got. Mets wanted everything the Yankees got, and they spied on each other. And I get a call from the Yankees. You're building an extra uh, accommodation for the Mets. They got a few extra seats. Well, you've got, you got a, a few extra concessions. Nah, we want seats. Then the, then the Mets did here. They got seats. We want seats, too. Well, but the Mets did a much better job of promoting their team. First of all, they took it inside as a Met team. The Yankees farmed it out. The guys who farmed it out did a lousy job with it. And now my, 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 the boss of this station, WABC, John Castamatidis, is trying to revive it, but as an independent team. Staten Island deserves a good team. They're great baseball fans. And they're mostly Yankee fans. And I loved doing the, the, the Met thing because it was bringing baseball back to Brooklyn, which I was born in and love. It's a Yankee fan, but I still love Brooklyn. So I think LaGuardia is 50%. Six of 12. So I was four of eight. And I think Wagner was a little less than 50%. But they had more. Well, LaGuardia had six. I only had four. Wagner looked like he had about five. And we all had great players, let's face it, right? I mean, well, LaGuardia probably had the, <laughs> some of the greatest players of all time. <laughs> Not just great players. I mean, players that are biggest baseball Dave Ruth, Lou Gehrig, oh my God. <laughs> okay, we're going to be back and we'll get back on uh, the serious issues facing America in the 2022 election when you come back after the break. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. Let's Let's check in on, well, let me first remind you that in a few minutes, I'm going to have uh, Andrew Giuliani on, candidate for governor who ran against Lee Zeldin, now his, one of his biggest supporters. He's going to be on to talk to us about the very, very close race in very surprising blue New York. And I just saw a, 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 an alert that came across the wire there that um, Oz is now overall within two points of Fetterman and leading him by 10 points among independents, and also leading him by a lot of points uh, uh, from people who want to be safe in Philadelphia, and losing to him among criminals, for sure. Uh, Democrats, you know, vote for criminals. Why not? Democrats are very good to criminals. Uh, so here, here we've got a poll uh, that says that the country, 64%, uh, is going in the wrong uh, direction. This is uh, the Siena poll, which I would not describe as pro-Republican. Very few polls are pro-Republican. How, how is it that when we win, we're always behind by 2-3%, right? Did you ever figure that out? Every time I won, I won by a lot more than I was polled to win by or lose by. Uh, the last election, which, okay, uh, you know, I have my opinion on it, but it was certainly a close election. He was supposed to lose by 12%. So um, he was supposed to lose the one before. And Bush was supposed to lose in 04. Is this year's elections for Congress were held today? Which party would you vote for? 49% Republican, 45% Democrat. We're usually behind by about three, four points in that when we win. When we won 40 seats, we'd be, we were behind by two in that. Do you approve of Joe Biden's handling of the job? 58% disapprove. 
39% probably don't live in America. Uh, what do you think is the most important problem facing the economy? So the difference between uh, facing the country, the difference between abortion and the economy is that 26% the economy, 5% abortion, 18% inflation. So you got to put those two together, right? <laughs> right? We got to put those together. So we got about 44% of the economy and uh, about. Um, 5% abortion, the only issue they have is abortion. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about those individual race leads. It sound a little strange. A little strange. And here, here's the thing that is unbelievable. In, in the last uh, New York Times-Siena poll, independent women a month ago supported Democrats by 14 points. They now support Republicans by 18 and have abortion down to a 5% uh, concern because I think Republicans have explained that Roe against Wade uh, decision, the decision in, in the case, did not do away with abortion. It just left it up to the states to decide uh, the scope of it and what restrictions there will be from uh, uh, restrictions within the first, you know, after what, what is it, 12, 18 months to write up like in New York, to the moment of birth where you can kill the, uh, f uh, the fetus, which the New York State Legislature applauded for. Did you find that barbaric? I found that barbaric. I mean, here they pass a law that says you can kill an, an eight-month, nine-month fetus, and uh, which uh, if you're even if you're going to somehow figure out a way to justify that, you don't applaud for it unless you're a barbarian, like Fetterman, who supports that. I mean, if Fetterman has a functioning brain. I know he had a stroke, and that's not my fault. And I'm sorry he had a stroke. But because you had a stroke doesn't mean you can go into the United States Senate, particularly when you don't understand the English language anymore, and it's got to be translated into gib gibbity-gush and then gobbity-gush for you to understand it. And you, you're not going to uh, debate until a day before the election so nobody finds out how, how impaired you are. And before you were impaired, you were in favor of defunding the police, supporting a district attorney who's destroying Philadelphia, setting records for homicide in Philadelphia, not even supported by your own crooked local party in Philadelphia because they're afraid of getting killed because of Krasner. I mean, you're a disaster, Fetterman. You've never worked. You, you don't work. And when you did your government work, you were there half the time. Your parents take care of you. Are you crazy? We're going to put you in the Senate? Yeah, we might. We put Biden in the White House, and he's, you know, he's, he should be in some kind of a high-level, uh, uh, he should be in some high-level nursing home with superior care. I mean, the guy can't figure out which way to move when he turns around. You're going to make the mistake again. We can be stupid again, please. Let's not be stupid again. Please, please, please. I'm going to take one call if Andrew's not on yet. Is Andrew here? Andrew? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, good. So, having been involved in that campaign for so long and knowing uh, Zeldin and working so hard for him, uh, how does it look? we got two polls, and they're a little contradictory. You tell us about them. I mean, one is, one is uh, much better for us than the other, but t tell us about them. Yeah, so Siena and Quinnipiac both had polls that came out within the last uh, 36 hours that had the race tightening. Now, specifically the Quinnipiac poll, which is certainly not a, uh, 
a, a poll that a conservative would uh, would commission. We'll put it that way. Hundred percent. Clearly, has a liberal bias. Has had a uh, had Zeldin down only four points. Uh, it had him winning thirty-seven percent of New York City. Which, if that's the case, and my prediction would be, if, if he cracks thirty-five percent of New York City, he will actually win. So while that, oh, that's oh cool, yeah, I, may, maybe less, Andrew. Maybe, maybe. Yep. Absolutely. Look, he's got to get a third of New York City to have a chance. And, yeah. and we can look at the at the one, the only, the great Curtis Lee with who ended up getting twenty nine percent of the vote in New York City. He's got a Curtis said a really, really good uh, grounds for him, but he's got to improve upon those numbers. The one thing where I think both of these polls and all the polls that I've seen outside of maybe one or two of them have underrated Zeldin is what he's going to do in Suffolk and Nassau. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he's from Suffolk. He knows it really well. He's won seven races out there. And we remember, we remember how strong he is in Suffolk, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I saw it on primary now, how good he was, how big yeah. those numbers specifically were in Suffolk and in Nassau. And then, yeah, anybody, any voter can just go back uh, a year ago today or a year ago, uh, uh, 50 weeks ago, and see what happened in 2021 with Bruce Blakeman winning in Nassau with the clean sweep in Suffolk. Uh, these numbers were really good for Republicans in 2021. So what does he have to do, Andrew, now? He's got, so the polls are there. They help. They give us some guidance, but you've got to perform. What does he have to do, what is it, three weeks, in the, the next three weeks? Shake as many hands as possible over the next 20 <laughs> weeks. Get as many people out there to vote. I think that's probably a question to ask you. The one thing that I'll, that I'll highlight, which I think is really promising in these polls, when they ask voters what their top issue was, and obviously, whenever you think about what somebody's going to vote on or who they're going to vote for, you think about on Election Day, or I guess now Election Week or Election Month, whatever it might be, what's the top issue that affects that? 28% of New Yorkers responded saying that it was crime, 20% said it was inflation. So well, I, say that again, Andrew. We lost a little bit. Is it crime or economy that's first? 28% said crime. Twenty percent right. said inflation, so the economy. Ah, it's a little different than a little different than national. National, it's it's reversed. Yes, well, I, I think more than anything, people have seen what's gone and on in New York City and New York State over the last couple of years, and they see that Kathy Hochul has absolutely no response to Cashel's bail, uh, and unfortunately, she's aiding and abetting this uh, this horrendous Adams administration, and they're kind of play off each other, unfortunately, in the worst way that you possibly could. But I think the other thing that's really interesting about this last poll is when they polled abortion in terms of it being the top issue, only 6% of voters ended up coming back and saying it was the top issue. With education, crime, as we said, at 28%, uh, with the economy at, at 20%, uh, with about three or four other issues that topped that, immigration actually topping that right there. And Kathy Ockel has offered no solutions to the economy. She certainly offered no solutions to crime. Uh, she certainly offered no solutions to the immigration crisis that we're seeing in New York, uh, and I think because she offered no solutions over her first year and change in office, voters are starting to swing towards Elvin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So that tells me what his strategy should be. The next two weeks, he's got a two-issue campaign, crime and economy. He shouldn't just say, say that she doesn't have a solution. He should say what the truth is. She caused it. She's the main cause of the economic problem with a state that taxes higher than any place else, that has a budget more than Florida, Right. Twice the Florida. She caused the crime. Everybody knows she caused the crime problem and is continuing it with the people. There are five, six thousand people that are walking the streets that would be in jail if, if uh, 
Bloomberg or I were mayor. They're the people causing the crime. She's responsible for the subways, not even Adam. She's doing nothing about the, the subways. are a disaster. She causes the crime problem. She's not only not solving it, she's causing it. <laughs> That's what I would do. So what do you think of the Yankees? My goodness. Well, I'm glad we uh, – let's, let's hope the Yankees and Zelda are victorious right around that first week of November, November 8th. Uh, what a great comeback for them over the last couple of days. Uh, it's been fun watching you do the play-by-play. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, my little Twitter. Fooling around, I love that. At you got to come and do it with me. Second, you might have a second career right there. So. you got to come and do it with me. How many games have we watched together, huh? I'm going to have to do a couple of innings. I'll have to pull in for a couple of innings right there with so you. So what do you but think? Oh, can, we, can, we, can we win? Can the Republicans yeah, I, save no. New York? Absolutely. I think you see the numbers, and I think they God, line up. God, I think, God, God. I'm praying. I think the stats, I think basically you need to get a third to 35% of New York City. And if we do that, if we get people to come on out and vote, Delton uh, doesn't need to win New York City. He doesn't even keep it within single digits. But we need to get enough Republicans, enough Democrats, enough independents that have said enough is enough. Uh, and I look at it this way with crime from Hochul. If Hochul isn't going to do anything about crime in an election year when it's probably she's under the most political pressure to do something from the independents, probably from those blue dog Democrats that would come on over, she is certainly not going to do anything over the That's next That's a hell of a point, Andrew. I mean, this is maximum pressure. This is That's maximum exactly pressure right. to do something about crime, and it's not working. She's just That's hiding. exactly right. She, is, she has shown her true colors. She's a political animal and does not care about anything other than basically playing to her base, which is going further and further left, and unfortunately does not take into account the welfare of New Yorkers, their safety. Uh, she has no answers for what we've seen as record subway crimes, which is going up and up. And unfortunately, she has not even listened to anybody in New York City who said bail reform has been a complete disaster. She looks the other way. She Maybe she blames it on a state legislature while winking behind the scenes and doing absolutely nothing. But unfortunately, this you're going to get a governor with no accountability and no feeling that she and, needs any type of accountability to New Yorkers. And I'll put this one on myself. No need to agree. All she really cares about is making money. Pay for play, oh. Kathy, is a disaster. She's already done more, fa- for, more pay for plays than Cuomo. I mean, it's unbelievable. And with her husband. Her husband's sitting yeah. there looking to make millions on the stadium. And nobody cares because we have a crooked Democratic press. But when, I mean, when, you look at, when you look at what happened with the COVID test, the fact that she paid $637 million of New York, of <laughs> New York so money stupid. to a guy who maxed out for her. Uh, I mean, that's the definition of corruption right there. I used to say the one thing about Hochul was there's no way she could be as corrupt of it as Andrew Cuomo. The truth is she only needs a full term to be as corrupt as him. She's actually she's dumber. Corrupt. I mean, she's obviously more uh, – uh, she's unable to cover it the way Cuomo, if Cuomo was doing it, he was covering it better. I mean, she really is a, a dummy. Well, never mind. We'll move on. Thank you, Andrew. See you later. Thank you. Give my love to Z and Grace. You can't believe how beautiful my granddaughter is. So now let's talk to um, let's talk to Joel in Israel. We just got a, a minute or two, but uh, you know he's calling all the way from Israel, and we want to hear what he has to say. Truth shall set us free from the Galilee. I hope you're listening, <laughs> Joe Biden. What's up, Joel? Um. Mr. Mayor, they keep using these euphemisms like uh, influence peddling and pay-for-play. Why don't they just use the term bribery and go after them with a uh, title, what is it, 201? Yeah, because they lie. I mean, a lot of it, 
nomenclature that you introduce winds up in the media six months or a year later. So do you think we're going to be having them call what it really is? Well, pay for play is the definition of bribery. It's quid pro quo. You, you, You pay, and then you get official action. And that's called bribery for about the 400 years. Influence peddling is... I pay you for you to use your uh, influence in office to help me. That's also bribery, common law bribery. So this is all Democrat euphemism that has been invented by probably the most corrupt political party in the history of America. Started with the uh, perverted uh, Clintons and has continued through the biggest crook in the White House, uh, Biden. I mean, what do you expect? The, The head of the party is rotten. And the Clintons were grifters in Arizona, shaking people down. And they became multi-billionaire international crooks. And Biden, you know, has taken, you know how much he's taken from China. 30, 31 million I'm stuck with because that's what I can prove. I think that's enough. 31 million from our biggest enemy is <laughs> enough to put you in jail, I think. <laughs> okay, we're going to be back very shortly with the mayor's uh, final words. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's where you make your $11 contribution per month in order to support our uniformed uh, service members, military and civilian, those who lose their lives in the line of duties whose families immediately will get the mortgage on their homes paid off and then other assistance uh, that's needed and and, and can be worked out as well as uh, those who are catastrophically injured where Tunnel to Towers has a major smart home program where they build homes so that people can have maximum independence. You go to t2t.org, $11 a month. It's well worth it. So I'm going to, as my final thoughts, do something I did this week. I'm not sure I'll do it every week, but uh, I, 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 I want to get you in the habit of looking at this because it's a great place to have in one place the news that's hidden behind the iron wall of left-wing socialist, Marxist, Clintonist, uh, Bidenist, uh, New York Times is, uh, censorship. So here's the epoch time, epoch times for this week. Wednesday, October 19th, 2022, print edition. There's only one print edition. It comes out on Wednesday. You can get it online. Uh, right cor- right-hand corner, China conducting campaigns to interfere in U.S. midterms r- report. I'm sure you won't see that in the uh, crooked press. Will James Comey and Robert Mueller be prosecuted for lies John Durham uncovered? I wouldn't bet on that. Uh, grassroots election integrity efforts go full scale. Thank you. Thank God. Those are mostly by Republicans because largely uh, the experts and professionals at uh, stealing elections are Democrats. Republicans, to the extent they do it, are basically amateurs. Take a look at Chicago. Take a look at Philadelphia. Take a look at New York. Take a look at Atlanta, Detroit, all the crooked cities that they own where crime is... Um, more prevalent than people. Uh, Planned Parenthood pushes puberty blockers, transgenderism to minors. Uh, uh, Planned Parenthood, one of the biggest lobbyists for abortion, has become equally aggressive about promoting puberty blockers and gender transitioning for children. 
I guess they want to uh, try to accomplish with gender what they failed to accomplish with uh, the black race, which was, I think, uh, did they want to eliminate it or substantially reduce it? I'm not sure. But they were definitely uh, uh, very, very well-organized, very well-funded uh, races who believed that the b black race was inferior and eugenics was needed to you know, straighten us out from the terrible effects of black people. How, how, how statues of Sanger and others aren't ripped down and Planned Parenthood's name isn't required. I mean, if the Indians had to change their name to the Guardians, it would seem to me Planned Parenthood, who wanted to do a good job of eliminating blacks, should probably have to change its background or something. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marcus Flowers square off in heated debate. I wouldn't want to debate Marjorie Taylor Greene. She'd whip you. You know what? Ghost towns resurfacing as lakes recede amid worsening western uh, uh, drought. So these are things, uh, much of which, you know, are basic news, but also, um, but also things you're not going to read like communist China interference in our election um, or things like a Planned Parenthood trying to change uh, the gender of your child. Uh, I guess they think there are too many men. We've got to reduce the number of men. I don't, I don't know who they're actually after. They're after somebody here that they want to change, right? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, or how about uh, Guillermo Fuentes, an Arizona Democrat and former mayor, has been sentenced to 30 days in jail over her involvement in a local ballot harvesting scheme during the perfect 2020 municipal election. <laughs> I was telling you the truth about the hard drive, and they were lying. I was telling you the truth about Russian collusion. They were lying. I was telling you the truth about Ukraine collusion. I was telling you the truth about Biden selling out to China. I was telling you the truth about Biden bribery, all proved by the hard drive. I was telling you the truth about how perverted the family is. I'm telling you the truth about the elections, too. God bless you, and God bless America. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.